Welcome to Fear and Trembling Over Tea, where two best friends drink tea and discuss all things faith, philosophy, and spirituality, with a dash of existential dread. I'm Kate, I'm here from Southern California. Hey everybody, and I'm Carl, coming at you from Appalachia. What are you drinking today, Kate? Well, for episode one, I thought I'd just go ahead and uh, start off, you know, uh, neutral chaotic or something like that, and I'm actually drinking coffee. Uh, <laughs> I got the holiday blend from a local roaster called Jaunt Roasters, so I'm just uh, enjoying the holiday season. What about you? I probably should have coffee as well, but um, I'm not. I am doing that uh, celestial seasoning. Oh, no shit. <laughs> I wish it was celestial seasoning. Oh my god, has someone come up with that yet? They should if they haven't. Celestial seasoning. But anyway, I'm drinking celestial seasons. No. Oh my god, seasonings. It is seasonings. It is seasoning. <laughs> okay, okay, let's <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. We'll add it to the bloopers or something or keep it. But anyway, okay, like take one hundred. Um I'm drinking celestial seasonings, honey vanilla chamomile. And um, I just add like a little bit of sweetener, but um, I decided that would be the best route for me since I've been um, snoozing all day and it's pretty uh, late where I'm at currently. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for suffering through that with me. Um, today we're going <laughs> to be <laughs> anyway. Today we're going to be discussing in the world and uh, not of it. And I am always really fascinated um, with this uh, particular phrase. Um, you know, it is a highly popular uh, biblical reference. And, um, you know, I think anybody really can apply it into their lives. And, um, and you know, I'm going to kick it over to Kate to kind of give us a, a little bit of more insight um, where that uh, root um, phrase or reference has come from. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I think the reason we start even doing this episode is because you're right, it is like this kind of ubiquitous phrase, at least in the US, right? It just kind of comes up a lot, this idea of in the world, but not of it. And not only in Christian circles, um, but during my during my research, um, I, I did try to kind of figure out where where the phrase originates the best that I could. And the best I could come up with uh, is actually from um, a prayer in the Bible where Jesus is about to be betrayed. Um, I should have maybe done a spoiler alert if, you, if somebody didn't read that story yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's about to be betrayed and he's praying to um, God the Father for his disciples. And what he says is, and I'll quote uh, from the English, English Standard Version, and I'll put this in the show notes too, is um, I have given them your word, meaning his, his disciples, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They're not of the world, just as I am not of the world. And so I think that's a really, that's the text. He, I mean, he's specifically talking about um, being here, right? I mean, literally in the world on planet Earth, but yet not being of the world. And the world is this, I take it to mean this group of people who, um, they're, they're not getting, 
they're not in the same spiritual place, I think, as the disciples. That's my interpretation. What do you think about that? It's really interesting um, because when I'm thinking about it, I have like um, multidimensional thinking. So a lot of thoughts are coming in at once. And when that happens with me, I really like to um, really remove the layers and like break it down. Right. So when I'm looking at in the world in or in the world, not of it, I what I'd like to really look at first is, you know, to identify what the world is like what constitutes the world is it a physical place social constructs um who controls society like things like that also what mm-hmm. constitutes being of the world and how can we differentiate that between the two right being in the world and not of it so looking at it from that context um for the first part like to roll back into that um how do we identify the world how how would you identify the world well, it seems like, I mean, like, if I'm just kind of taking this this kind of quote as a starting place, the world seems to be something that you can't completely separate yourself from, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's not, um, it's not the physical world that we're talking about. We're not talking about planet Earth, and we need to try to build us, uh, build ourselves a spaceship and go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> We don't need to do like a mass suicide or something like that. Um, but there's some kind of there's some kind of message here, I think, about coexisting with people who maybe um, hate you. Because, like you said, the world has hated my disciples because my disciples aren't of the world. Um, so I think I think the world is it's it's. It's a group of people. Now, how broad and specific is that? Mm, that's a that's the deeper question, I guess. Yeah. But that's what I that's what I kind of think it is. It's yeah. Um, maybe that's society. Yeah. When I look at it, though, when I was listening to you talk as well, it, it makes me wonder if we could even twist it to well, not twist it, you know, because we don't give any people you know room to come at us sideways. Um, but if we could kind of look at it from perhaps like the world is maybe as physical or a different plane of existence, perhaps. And when we're not of it, not of it is also more of a different physical plane uh, of some sort where um, perhaps like it's more of a spiritual realm. Right. So like maybe I haven't like maybe two planes can coexist in one. You know, maybe perhaps like parallel universes or something like that. Is that a far stretch, you think? (laughs) I think I I know what you're talking about. Um, I mean, it could be something like that, because realistically, I mean, I don't, I'm not a cognitive scientist, but I don't think we really know how to explain, um, like, spirituality and um, spiritual experiences even in in a totally physical or like material way you know so there seems to be precedent for people uh i guess i don't know i keep coming back to this idea of like two groups of people that are kind of like at odds with each other and maybe it could be like um people who are a little bit um more attached to like the physical aspect or maybe they are actually in a different plane um Versus those who are maybe in touch with something else or someplace else. 
Yeah, that's interesting because um, when you're talking about you see those two different sets of people, um, that had me think real quick about like how I'm interpreting it. And I don't see it as people. I see it as like perhaps like like a, a type of energy of some sort, right? Or higher power, um, if, if that's what we'll call it, right? Um, so not of the world, you know, I think of more of like ethereal, um, you know, higher power, um, what's another word, um, ascension, things like that, where um, when of the world, I think of really, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I wish I could find a better word for it right now. Let's pull out of my head, but I cannot. But like low vibes, right? Um, just not good things. And perhaps, you know, does that make sense? I'm like, I, I should really think about that a little bit more. But that's the way that like, in my mind, my noggin, that's like how I'm interpreting it. It's more of... Um, Lord, um, to different, I guess, two different ends of the spectrum, perhaps like more energetic than, um, necessarily, um, oh my gosh, maybe I'm leading, maybe I'm leading myself into this good versus evil, uh, thing here. Um, but anyway, I digress. Well, okay. So let's, let's like try to analyze a little bit. Okay, so you're thinking about the world versus not of the world. It's like two different kind of aspects or two different planes, right? Just yeah. existing in different ways. So then in that case, what, do, what what does it mean to be in the world and not of it? Like, can you step into a different plane but not belong to it? Yeah, I, I think so. I think if we're looking at it from, you know... Uh, Jesus's perspective, I think that's exactly what happened, um, right? Um, he was not of the world, and um, he uh, was in it. And, um, you know, he spent uh, a good majority of the last remaining days of his life or years, um, you know, working on helping um, and healing individuals and bring them to uh, what he felt uh, was the correct path. So um yeah that's that's you're pretty spot on with that for me interesting yeah I have to be honest I had not thought about it that way um <laughs> I think you know when it, I'm kind of like relooking at a lot of these things I realize that um no sorry no surprise to you but <laughs> um I guess you know I think of some of the things like Kierkegaard wrote where he was very uh he did not trust the majority. Like he did not trust what he would call the crowd, especially when it came to spiritual matters and religious matters. Um, and one of the, so I, I'm kind of thinking about his writings while I'm kind of reading this too, and I'm thinking how, you know, he would say that if it comes to a religious question or philosophical question or just an everyday question of like what's right and what's wrong to live my life, you know. Um, a lot of times we, as people, think, well, so-and-so does it, and everybody does it, everybody does this, or everybody does that, and nobody does this, nobody does that, nobody cares. And, like, that's a reason to make a decision. Um, but he really, he really was against that, and he was like, really, if the majority of people are doing this or that, that's all the more question 
or that's all the more reason to question that and mm-hmm. to think maybe um, maybe that's not the right way. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I guess I always, when I'm reading this, I'm thinking about being of the world or in the world, sorry, but not of it. I guess I'm thinking about myself as an individual amongst everybody else. Um, and sometimes I know I find that inclination myself too. I'm trying to make a decision. Um, like, you know, it could be something as simple as like eating meat. I can say, well, everybody eats meat. Pretty much everybody does. Uh, (laughs) but is that a good enough reason for me to say, well, I'm going to continue eating meat too. Um, not to get into like that whole topic either, but, um, I'm just saying, like, that's an example of where um, whether it's a difference of culture or belief or planar existence or um, I don't even know, maybe knowledge, there's definitely some kind of idea here, I think, of coexisting, but also keeping yourself kind of separate. Like, you're, you're there, but you're also, like, a little reserved. Does that make sense? Are yeah, you feeling no. that as well, or am I uh, really off? <laughs> no, I don't think you're off. I, I see I see where you're coming from. Um, but is it necessarily, like, how, like, I'm viewing it? No, but it doesn't mean that um, <laughs> I'm right or you're wrong or vice versa, right? Um, but I, I like that where you were talking about or highlighting where... Um, you know, coexisting. And so if everybody's doing, like, for example, like, uh, one particular thing, um, and we're not of it, right? Does that mean that we can still participate and not be of the world? Does that make sense? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, a particular topic, like politics, for example, everybody's involved in it. Um, you know, but does that mean that, uh, it, it it's of the world or not of the world. Like, what do you think about that? Hmm. But we can always circle back to that as, like, another um, thing. Because, like I said, I don't want to get too convoluted here, if you're cool with that. Um, I... <sighs> And now I know, I don't know if you've heard this before, I know um, on some of our um, side combos that we had um, an avid person, well, as an avid person, I really look up to um, Dolores Cannon, her work, and um, I don't necessarily agree with everything that um, she has, um, you know, wrote about or discovered, et cetera, et cetera. Um, However, one of her things is that... um, she talks about Earth, the world, as being, um, you know, a school and a bunch of people, um, souls, spirits, etc., uh, whatever we want to refer them to, when they come down into, um, you know, to, into, oh my gosh, into the Earth or into a family or reincarnate, that's the word I was looking for, um, they um, are on here on Earth to learn. And um, for the most part, um, they are to really work on soul growth and learning experiences or working through um, particular lessons that perhaps they hadn't learned in a previous life um, or or, or things like that. So when that's what I think about a lot, too, when um, we mention, 
in the world and not of it. Um, I, I I go back to that a lot with what Dolores had had yeah had um, brought up regarding um, Earth and it being a school, and then um, when us our souls or whatever we're just energetic matter whatever um, we come in and we learn right. So we're in the world, but we're not of it. I look at it like that as so, well. So, so like the soul comes in to this world and like inhabits a body or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And is learning not like not like practical things like how to drive and cook and stuff. You're saying like they're here to like experience some kind of spiritual growth through this life. I mean, if that's Is what that they right? decided to do, yes, yeah, yeah, it, it, yes, in, in the in the simplest form, yes. Um, however, if we want to get a little bit off of, uh, on the sidetrack here, um, allegedly, before you come down to Earth, like you chart out your whole life, um, so you chart out like all your experiences, your heartache, um, your struggles everything you choose your parents you choose pretty much down to a t of what you're going um to experience and learn and um then when you reincarnate into um whichever body or person you choose and your parents etc etc um you um go in there and into the world you're telling me i chose my parents and all of that. Allegedly, allegedly, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Sorry, no, no shade, mom and dad. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um, No, I mean, yeah, and allegedly a lot of people believe that. They believe that they um, pick their uh, family and uh, they pick a lot of their experiences. Um, I do have um, and, and another rabbit trail over here. Um, I do struggle with a lot of that concept just because um, when uh, the further I get into that, like that mindset, oh, like we charted all this stuff. I planned all this stuff before I came here. A lot of it does have like victim blaming in it. Um, you know, so for example, I don't believe that someone who was sexually assaulted or um, of the like uh, charted that out and decided like, prior to them coming onto this earth that they they decided that was going to happen to them right like they chose to have that happen to them so that's where it gets a little tricky for me and not tricky it just gets a little ick right um yeah (laughs) because yeah because like right if you made some if you made a choice and you may or may not be conscious of it now that you're here but if you did make a choice before about what your life would be like then yeah, that makes you think, okay, well, then you have responsibility for that choice. Um, but obviously, or maybe it's not obvious, I'm, I'm not familiar with Dolores Cannon's work, but I'll have to look in, more into it, and I will also add this to the show notes, too. Um, it seems like, uh, I don't know, I don't know if her beliefs were, like, completely, um, uh, I can't, I can't think of the word, forgive me, but is there, is there room for a balance between like your choices and other people's choices? Like it's not completely, you know, everything depends on your choices. Right. But it's also not fate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it gets really convoluted. Um, and, and, (laughs) and hence why she wrote, um, a phenomenal series called convoluted universe. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes, yes. And it, it's very interesting to think about, right? Because like, um, 
I like I said, I I in truly enjoy her work and her findings, and you know, just a really a trailblazer, um, you know, during her time. And um, but that's what I've struggled with the most uh, with a lot of things that she presented, you know. Um, and, and that was one of the hardest things, um, is like, oh, I planned this and there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of, uh, yeah, just, it, it doesn't sit well with me, but maybe eventually, um, I'll, I either will or I won't, um, you know, come to terms with that. Oh, it's time for a tea break. Let's hear from our sponsors while we make another cup. Hi everyone, it's Call, your favorite triple Leo. Do you have a favorite tea Kate and I haven't highlighted yet, or perhaps your very own blend you'd like us to try? Well, just know, Kate and I are looking for you. Find us at fearandtremblingovertea.com or Instagram at fearandtremblingovertea. We'll have the kettle ready. Back on topic. <laughs> I love our little side chats. Um, but yeah, I love this in the world and not of it and i love talking about this stuff with you because it's just like how we can see things so differently um and really be vibing at the same time right um yeah so because sure. yeah like you see it as like this group of people and i well you know two sets of people and you know coexisting and things like that and i i see it as more of like an energetic thing right like whether that's just like uh you know planes of existence where you know perhaps they are coexisting at one time or maybe they merge together um maybe this is like the world is just a physical or you know um some sort of plane of existence and um we're energetic beings aliens whatever we come here we're not of it and we're just in here to just learn and grow or um <laughs> sometimes help uh people with main character energy so um it was a joke so do oh, uh... <laughs> it's, it's not that it wasn't funny it's just that i am a little slow today no uh... same here same here so would you think, would you say it's fair to say that, I mean, oh, there goes my thought. There goes my thought. No, yeah, it's would funny. You, I, I think I took it. Oh, maybe so, yeah. No. I, I was just going to say, would you agree that whatever exactly is meant by being in the world, um, there's a purpose to being in the world? I think that's up to the individual, right? Yeah. Um, and I also, it's really, it's interesting when you were just talking to, like, when you were telling me your thought, I just got this, like, thing impressed upon me where, um, you know, in the world, not of it, maybe that's, like, a key word, like, open sesame or some sort, where it's, it means something different for everybody, right? Um, no different, like, literally, like, what we just happened, right? Like, where it means to you two different sets of people and co learning how to coexist or just coexisting, um, where Edvine is, you know, um, you know, spiritual planes of existence, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and um, we're still coexisting as well. Um, I think that made sense. But yeah, maybe it's just, it's, it, it's le meant for um, the individual, and where um, we can interpret it in many different ways and neither is right nor wrong. And um, we can still coexist. I don't know. I think uh, cue, cut, we're done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I just, I guess the idea that I, I'm still just not like totally satisfied about if I were to try to look at it um, 
in, I guess, more of like a Dolores Cannon kind of perspective is like, I, you know, at least from the biblical quote and, um, I don't know, common usage, I still, I kind of feel like there's this hostility from the world, you know? And so that's why when I, I don't know, I, I mean, it seems like an, a, some kind of, um, there's some sort of responsibility on the individual. Like when we have this quote, like not of the world, but in it, or not in the world. Oh God, cut that please. But, um, <laughs> Like, we're, whatever the world is, we're in it for a reason, but we need to have some kind of separation. But at the same time, uh, not be totally out of it. I mean, then we would be, uh, then we would be living as some kind of recluses. Uh, maybe we'd be monk somewhere else. Not, not to knock that or not to knock any of those lifestyles where people do kind of retreat and have, um, totally separate societies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just can't get over the this part where Jesus talks about the world hated them. Yeah, so, yeah, and you know? that's a very interesting thing. So, like, what is the world, right? Is that, like, and I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not saying that this is what it is, so please do not come at me. Is it the Illuminati? Is it, like, world power? Is it, like, you know, are these other forces that are maneuvering the world and hating folks that are not of it, right? Like, do yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? So that's when I was looking yeah. at that. Like, what is it? Like, how, like, what is it? What tangibleness? I don't even think that's a word, but right? Like, <laughs> what is it? Yeah. How can it is hate it if, me? <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it in some part of me is thinking about like, you know, these micro um, organisms living in like super hostile environments. And I'm like, <laughs> is that me right now? I'm just like living in the um, lava flow, but somehow surviving. And that's my world. Or like you said, like the Illuminati or something. You have some great like um, person who's trying to change society for the better, but the powers that you don't want them to. Or um, yeah, or tales all like, this time. Yeah. Or is it like in some of the like fantasy books and stuff like where you read? There's just like this spirit of just like spitefulness, and it just kind of exists out there and. Um, you know, you, it's against you. <laughs> you yeah. can't really do anything about it besides maintain your, your own kind of integrity. Yeah. That's the thought. I don't know. I've been watching Lord of the Rings, so, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Um, it's very interesting. Yeah. Cause like I said, I think there's many ways to slice and dice this, uh, you know, phrase and, um, you know, I think, like, we're only just at the tip of the iceberg, right? Um, I'm pretty sure, like, if we had, um, you know, perhaps, like, uh, someone who studied theology or some sort, like, they could really get into it um, in a whole different level than uh, where we currently are. But, yeah, that's interesting. Like, what is the world? And, For sure. um, you know, because then it's like when you're talking about it, like, you know, um, <laughs> it could be something that, you know, oh doesn't want somebody to change the world or, you know, the Illuminati or like whatever. And so it's kind of goes, like I said, uh, I think earlier where it's like that good versus evil thing. Right. And then it's like, then, then I'm like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense to me. But then I'm like, but what is evil and what is good? Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. Then it might be, like, another level of, like, existential dread. Like, what? <laughs> what? For sure. But, <laughs> but you know what? Hearing you say that, like, I almost think, okay, well, maybe this is just, you know, another um, really, really beautiful poetic way of putting into story um, the fact that, well, I can't say it's a fact, but um, the belief that, you know, we do live in a world um, that has evil in it. We do have to live alongside it, but we do not have to embrace it, and we do not have to um, enact it ourselves, you know. Maybe that, oh, maybe, I think I've, I think I've been convinced, Colleen. I think uh, maybe that's what it is, for me at least. <laughs> but at any rate, it is interesting, and we could do uh, probably a whole, a whole lot of studying on it. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because it definitely, it definitely can, um, I think, like I said in the beginning, you can come to this kind of idea, um, from a lot of different places, not just from the Bible. And it is interesting how broad and applicable it seems to pretty much anybody. So on that note, I, how do you, I mean, we both have talked about this phrase a lot, um. But how do you think about it on a day-to-day basis? Or do you? Have you thought about it too much and you're just done? No. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I probably should. I should just be done. Like, I'm always, like, thinking. <laughs> um, what was it? Um, no, like, you know, how I, I guess, like, how I apply it in, in my life um, currently um, is that it seems like the, everybody... And I'm not saying it's everybody, so don't get upset, like, when I say everybody, but it's just loosely using this. You know, it seems like everybody is on some sort of social media platform, right? And they're very, like, plugged into their electronics, whether that's, well, not just, like, their electronics, but, like, social media platforms, right? So whether it's, like, you know, video games or it's... um you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever's popular, right? Because I don't know because I don't plug into those things. I'm not saying that it's wrong, um, but it's just not for me. Um, You know, I really actively um, use moderation when it comes to those things, Um, whether that's, um, you know, social media platforms. And I very rarely play video games. It's just, it's not my thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I missed that window. But it's not my thing. Um, And just a little fact, like, I can't play, like, 3D video games because I just, I get really bad motion sickness. I don't know how that (laughs) happens. Like, I have to take Dremamine before I play it. So I have to play, like, if I do play, you know, uh, it has to be, like, little 2D ones on, like, the SNES or something like that. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. But anyway. (laughs) Tetris on your phone. Yeah, it's like, um, no, Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, so, like, I'll just play, like, those old Donkey Kong games, and, well, there's only one, and, like, Goblins and Ghouls, or Ghouls or Goblins, something like that. That's one of my favorites. But anyway, back on topic. Sorry about that, y'all. But I really just unplug. Um, and yeah. I truly live under a rock. Sometimes, like, I don't watch the news. I don't read any of that crap. I and mean, that's not crap, but, you know, I just, uh, it's really to protect myself, but I don't, I, and if I do, it's in moderation, right? Like, I didn't even know who, I didn't even know who Elon Musk was until I had heard that he was dating Grimes. Like, this is a true story. Like, this is how far gone I am. And, um, 
<laughs> you know, like I knew who Grimes was because, you know, um, I liked their music and things like that, but I had no idea who he was. And so when I was talking to my husband, my husband was like, what the hell? Like where, where have you yeah been? yeah and it's just like yeah. yeah like I'm reading I'm writing I'm doing I'm literally like in the world and but I'm not currently of it um it's it's That's very interesting. interesting yeah but anyway but back to like the social media stuff it's like social media can be fun right a lot of creative um energetic people on there that create like really cool little like TikToks and reels and things like that that are really fun and enjoyable but it can get like to be a slippery slope for me right um mm -hmm. where um i do believe it's distraction a distraction from what like i don't know or distraction from who i don't know but you know like i'll you know sometimes i'll re reactivate my facebook to do something and like i'm literally like obsessed with reels for two to three days and i'm like no Colleen, like, back up, like, we want to do other things with our time. And I really want to be intentional about my time, right? And like, what I choose to do with it. And if I was to like, die today, like, I would not be happy that like, I accumulated like a hundred and like thousand hours of watching reels when I could have been doing XYZ, yeah. right? And I do, yeah. Believe, yeah. And so like, I do believe it's like, it's to get you distracted. But who it is, I don't know um and i don't really care to know um but like that's why i'm really intentional about like my time so i don't i don't mess around with like social media if i do like if i have to for something i normally ask my husband or like my friends to do it um and i just really unplug from that and and i guess to be like um a little uh new age i guess it's just to really protect my energy and really mm -hmm. be intentional about what I want to do in this lifetime. And it's not to spend my life laying around watching reels. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, mean yeah. just, that, just that feeling of, I, I know, I know for a fact we're not alone in this, like having gotten sucked into that vortex of um, like YouTube videos or TikToks or whatever, where, you know, it just starts off with one like 30 second cat, like making biscuits or something. And then before you know it, two hours are gone and you just feel like, oh my God, like, what yeah. did I just do? I can't get that life back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't get that time. Screen. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. cannot get that time back. And But that is, uh, it is, it's something that's like so normalized now and it totally makes sense to me to, to like, you know, set a boundary for yourself to protect yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but you know, but also I guess to highlight as well is that like, just because it's like how I do it doesn't mean it's the right way, right? Like everybody, people might have moderation and they have self-discipline. Um, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I do, but, um, you know, and they might be like, yeah, it's unbothered. They're not bothered by it. And they're like, they can be on track. And I'm like, Ooh, piece of candy. And like, I'm like, you know, 500 reels in, uh, where people are like, Oh, they can just have that natural proclivity to like open up social media and be like okay well I'm done scrolling and mm -hmm. um blah 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 and you know a lot of the reason too like I disengaged like from like social media is a lot of it's just not real it's not real and mm -hmm. um and and I just I don't I just I ain't got the time you know like 
I just, I don't have the time for that. And so anyway, long story short, that's my take of like how I apply not, or what is it, in the world and not of it. And so, and before um, I wrap this up in a pretty bow, after um, vomiting all that onto you, um, you know, it does make me wonder too, like maybe like in the world, not of it, doesn't have to be that deep either. <laughs> it just could be Mm -hmm. doing something that like, is like a popular thing to do in the world and it's just not for us and and Yeah. that's okay too right um it doesn't really perhaps have to have any spiritual um significance um but i believe it does but if listeners are like no it doesn't for me then that's okay too right like i said i think it's like a key word it means different things for different people and um i think that's uh pretty awesome but anyway how about you kate how do you apply this into your Um, every day to day life. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, to be honest, after this conversation, maybe it'll change a little bit because this has been really interesting, like hearing these different ideas. And like, I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm also like thinking, oh, well, what about this, you know, as well. Um, but I mean, up to this point, because I mean, this idea has definitely been steeping in, in my brain for many years, probably like at least 20 years since I first probably read that. first um or heard it from somebody i don't know um for me i still just kind of apply it in just um in situations where i, I need to make a decision like it really comes down to personal ethics for me that's when i that's when i find myself thinking about this the most right it's like um you know, what kind of cars am I going to buy for my next car? Or like, um, how do I respond to this person who just sent me a really rude email at work? Or um, is it okay if I just litter because I know people are coming down this road tomorrow to pick up trash anyways? Or like, I don't know. I'm just, these are crazy, Or like like leave weird your shopping scenarios. cart where your car is and don't put it Yeah, back. like there's so many things, right, where you're like, Does this make a difference? Is this really a question of like right and wrong? Would anybody else even be thinking about this or whatever? Like I have the tendency to really ask myself, like, what's the right thing to do? And um, there's always like this temptation to be like, well, everybody else does this. But sometimes then I have the feeling that everybody does that, but it's not right. And so then I think of this, um, The saying of like maybe this is when I need to not be like everybody else, not be of the world, and I'm gonna be do on my own plane or whatever, <laughs> Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm <laughs> and yeah. make this decision that's unpopular or strange to others. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of like that. That's how I apply it when I really think, you know, to not be of the world. is to really assert my own individuality. And it, it's not always like a, an ethical, like moral thing either. I don't want to come out like I'm just some kind of uh, really neurotic, really like religious person or something like that. And I have to like follow rules. It's not that. It could even be like my clothing. You know, it's like, oh, nobody would wear orange to this meeting. But I feel like I want to wear orange today. Like... 
I feel like it's the orange day. Yeah, and you know, that's you know pretty what I interesting. Mean? Yeah, because it's like, oh, and if you go on that, right, and you're like, oh, I want to wear orange, but nobody would wear orange in this meeting, but you wear it, you never know if that's like somebody's sign, right? Where they're like asking whether it's the universe sure. or whatever. They're like, I want to see a lady or an individual wearing an orange shirt and I'll do X, Y, Z, or this is my sign. And you listen to that and you follow that and you are literally someone else's sign. I think that's pretty interesting. And I love how, you know, these little tidbits that you're adding, it's, it's, it's very, um, it's like the little things that matter. Right. Um, and yeah. it's not necessarily like global scale. So I think that that's really interesting. Yeah. Cause, uh, I think sometimes I, for, <laughs> I forget to look at it that way, but I, and, and thanks for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> I and love you know, it. I just want to, I just want to add to, it's not like, um, when I, when I say I want to assert my individuality, uh, and this, this kind of command makes me want to do that. It's not that I am like, oh, well, screw what society says, and I don't even take into account what's popular or what's accepted or whatever. I definitely do. But I still, at the end of the day, it's my conscience that I that I have to live with. You know, I mm-hmm. still have to be able to sleep at night, um, and I still have to feel comfortable walking to that boardroom or <laughs> whatever the case might be. And so it really is that balance, in my mind, of being in this world in this environment, part of this, you know, species, this humanity, but also I am just, I am an individual at the same time. It's almost a little bit of a paradox, but yeah, I hope that made a little bit of sense. It anyway. does, it does, <laughs> yeah, because anyway, we can kind of spin it, or spin it, yeah, yeah, spin it, excuse me, yeah, spin it, and go off where it's like being in the world but still being true to ourselves right and mm. what um you know like oh it you know does everybody wear orange in a boardroom no but you know will a splash of orange kill no you know what i mean just things like that yeah i mean and pl- obviously a little bit more deeper than just clothing <laughs> but yes well um i think this is a good time to um wrap it up we are at time um do you have any closing thoughts or words kate i wish i were wiser um but i really don't have anything but it was really fun talking to you so um we gotta keep we gotta keep it going (laughs) yes well thank you everybody for tuning in and um be well and be safe